0: guys welcome back to the nashville women's health podcast it's me your host amy bailey and um i haven't been here for a while i have sort of been taking the summer off for multiple reasons um one of which i kind of wanted to talk about today i was going to kind of just fill y'all in on my personal experience with covid i am currently recovering from covid and it has been a um, long journey and my story is not to take away from anybody else's experience with COVID, because from what I have observed, it really does hit everybody differently. And there is a variety of experiences that people are going through that who have had COVID. And of course, um, we know there has been lots of loss of life with this, too. So I don't want my story to take away from anybody who's experienced loss due to this virus. Um, but a lot of people, <laughs> who know that i've had covid have asked me about my experience and i understand that because when we haven't had the virus we don't really know what to expect and there was a lot of fear surrounding it and um so again this is just my personal experience and i do feel that i have been very blessed and have had a, a mild case although it has been a what i consider a long case um I do want to kind of prep this by saying I am not here to stir up controversy at all. Um, I know there's a lot of controversy about a lot of issues with this virus, and that is not my intention. Here is just purely to share um, what I feel we can do as a society to kind of support our health um, and to just share my personal experience. I also want to say that we um, do need to just listen to people if they have opposing views because we are all in this together. And being divided is not going to help anybody. This is a new virus, although we've been living with it for over a year and a half, but it's still relatively new. And, um, of course, making another wave through our population and, um, it is hard for everyone. And so just kind of give each other grace, listen to your friends and listen to people with opposing views and hear them out. So that's all I'm going to say about that. But, um, (coughs) so I do have a dry cough. Um, You'll hear hear that throughout this podcast. I do think that I um, have been super lucky though. So I think the dry cough is going to hang around for a little bit, but it is not productive and it's literally just kind of annoying at this point. Um, So I am on day 16. I have not been retested um, yet. I do have an appointment to get retested, but I don't know if any of y'all have tried to find COVID tests right now, but you cannot find the at-home ones on the shelves And nobody in my county right now has the rapid test. So I have an appointment to get one that will take a couple of days to get the answer. So anyway, I have not been retested. However, I do not feel that I am currently um, contagious, although I do not know that. Um, Today is my first day back at work, um, and I am only seeing one client today and one client tomorrow, both of which I have told my story to, and they do understand that I have not been retested. They do know what symptoms I have had and what symptoms I currently have. And, um, I am wearing a mask and I have an air purifier in my office. So that being said, um, so my case started out, um, with what I thought was just sinus pressure. Honestly, um, I had been traveling and I thought, oh, just change the climate, (laughs) nothing major. It was very, painful, the headache. Um, but again, I mean, I living in the Nashville area, I'm used to sinus pressure and sinus problems at different times of the year. And so I just really honestly did not think that much of it. Um, but on day four, um, I developed a dry cough and that it, and again, it was not productive. It was not painful. I did not have a sore throat, but the cough alerted me to, oh my goodness. What if it's COVID? Because literally before that, I didn't really think it was COVID. I was another one of those people out in society wearing a mask and trying to be um, safe, but um, again, did not think that I had COVID because I literally had sinus pressure and a headache. So on day four, I started documenting my symptoms in my phone. And so I went back and (coughs) realized that I had had some symptoms that I hadn't really thought of as symptoms. So Day one, I, w- I was dizzy, um, and I had some sinus pressure, and a headache. Day two, the same thing, but I also had some nose burning, um, and I didn't really think about it at the time. I was just like, oh, it's sinuses, but it felt like a searing pain burning, really, deep inside my nose. Um, day three, I did have some eye fatigue, and I, again, I was just like, oh, it's sinus pressure. My eyes are tired. Um, but that was just about it. So day four, I mentioned I developed the cough. So day five, I got, I took a test, um, because I did have the same symptoms. I had a little bit of a runny nose. It was clear. Um, it wasn't frequent, but I was occasionally blowing my nose throughout the day, but I had the dry cough. So I took the test on day five and was positive and honestly, kind of shocked. Um, started quarantining at that point, um, in my house. Um, my, our house is, set up with one bedroom upstairs. So that's where I quarantine and the rest of our living space is downstairs. So I had, um, the perfect place, honestly, to separate myself from my family. However, um, I had been, I had spent the weekend with my mother-in-law and, um, of course the rest of my family. And so I was really concerned, um, that I had spread and made my family sick and anybody else I had seen, of course, at that point, my mother-in-law, Um, has a lot of comorbidities, Uh, she has diabetes, she has high blood pressure, she has an autoimmune disease, so I was really, at that point, concerned that I had done something very dangerous um, for her health, and um, thankfully, she tested um, after she got home, after waiting the appropriate amount of time when she was told to test by her doctor, and she was negative, and had no symptoms. Um, My family also tested all of the members of my family, and have all been negative and asymptomatic so that's amazing to me and also very wonderful. Um, so <laughs> again, day five um, is when I tested positive. Day six, um, sinus pressure and headache still there. Now, I just want you to let, let y'all know that the headache has come and gone, and I st- currently had a headache yesterday. So that is a symptom that I'm continuing to deal with. Um, I'm on day 16. Um, but it was more present more frequent earlier on um, and then has been less frequent, but the severity has been the same. Um, so day six, the sinus pressure and headache. Day six is when I started feeling fatigue. Um, my legs felt heavy and um, I wouldn't say it was difficult to walk, but I didn't really want to walk. I did not want to go down the hall. Not because I was short of breath, not once did I um, exhibit any shortness of breath. I monitored my oxygen saturation and it was 98% and above the Entire time. Um, but I definitely, it was hard to walk. I just felt fatigue. Um, still had the dry cough. Day six is when I lost smell. Um, and that was earlier in the day. I noticed I couldn't smell. Um, then I started running a fever. So I did not run a fever until day six and it was low. It was 99.5. Um, but then I lost taste that night and that is weird. If y'all have experienced that, <laughs> I still have, um, modified taste and smell it is is coming back but things are not normal there still but there is some taste and smell um, that I'm recognizing smell has come back faster than taste for me but it went away first too so maybe that's why Um, day seven um, so my fever that I had day six went away by the time I woke up but then came back on day seven that night this was pretty common pattern for a couple of days my fever was never more than a hundred. Um, it was usually ninety-nine point five to a hundred It's kind of the fever that I ran. I never felt um body aches. I did have pain, and I'll talk about that in a couple of minutes, but um, I never had like the achy fevery feeling, maybe because my fever was never very high. Um so day seven, um I did have a fever at night. Um day seven is when my back pain started and it felt like in my sacral area. And it felt very nervy, sharp shooting, burning pain. Um, I did not have a headache on day seven, but the fatigue was still there and I had left leg numbness. So the pain felt like nerve pain to me. I'm not someone who generally deals with pain. Um, unless I've done something just crazy at the gym or whatever, I really don't have chronic pain. Um, and I'd never experienced left leg numbness other than maybe when you're in a car ride and and a leg falls asleep or something. So, um, but still no taste or smell. The fever again came back that night. (coughs) Now, every night I was able to sleep. I was taking melatonin at night. Um, and I went to bed fairly early most nights, I would say roughly around nine o'clock and did sleep, um, I mean, with the occasional just waking up and going back to sleep, I would sleep all night until the morning around seven o'clock. So that was good that I was able to sleep. Maybe the melatonin helped with that. Um, Day eight, fatigue, um, a little bit of a runny nose and sinus pressure there again. So it had been gone um, on day seven, but was back on day eight and the leg weakness continued um so I was getting up and going outside and sitting in the sun every day. Um Ida came through at that point so we had a couple of rainy days where there wasn't any sun, but if it wasn't raining I would still sit under a cloudy sky and hope I was still getting some vitamin D. <clears throat> I would occasionally walk out into the yard, um but I wasn't doing any like real walking. Um just because of the fatigue and leg heaviness was so present for me. Um Day nine was a really hard day for me. That's when the leg pain just took a turn and was really significant. Um, it was down both legs into my like heels and bottom of my foot, um, so from the sacrum, I guess what I would consider like sciatic pain down both legs. Um, I woke up with that kind of severe pain <laughs> that went, didn't go away, but felt better throughout the day, still fatigued, but I kind of wrote in my notes just better, um, but I started running a fever again that night around 7.30. Um, day 10, I'd started getting some smell back, which was really interesting. After not, I would keep essential oils by the bed, like strong essential oils like eucalyptus, and smell them frequently just to see. Um, I was also using some breathe oil by doTERRA on my chest. Number one, so I could try to smell it, but number two, to kind of hopefully keep my breathing well. Again, I never had any problem with shortness of breath or difficulty getting oxygen but um I was always sort of wondering if it was going to come you know so um day 10 still the fatigue Uh, the dry cough was still there but I I wrote not bad I did take um on and off naps throughout that day um I don't know why I documented it on day 10 because I probably took a nap every day um my nose felt dry and achy and a brain fog was something that I noticed. I was having a lot of trouble coming up with normal words that I was trying to say. I had not noticed it until day 10. It might've been there, but I wasn't conversing with a lot of people either because I was quarantined upstairs and I didn't really feel like talking on the phone. Um, so maybe I didn't notice the word finding or brain fog until day 10. Um, at this point I was still quarantining from my family. Um, if I went downstairs and they were down there, I usually tried to go if they were in the back of the house or, um, like to the kitchen when they weren't around, but if they were somewhere near, I always kept a huge distance. Um, so that was day 10, um, day 11, again, the bad sciatic pain day 11 was probably my worst day. I, um, did exhibit some what I would say symptoms of depression. And again, I'm not a depressed person. I don't have a clinical diagnosis of depression. I don't take any antidepressants. Um, of course I've been bummed out in my life before about whatever, you know, um, but I don't, I would never say that I'm someone who suffers from depression, (coughs) but day 11 was definitely hard for me. I felt, um, Uh, this is a strong word, but I kind of felt hopeless because the nerve pain was so bad and because I had been sick for so long at this point. So, um, I have never in my life that I can remember been sick for 11 days. Um, I've had the flu, I've had scarlet fever. I have had some things where I've been sick in my life and pretty sick and probably on a severity level. Um, I would say for me personally, the flu, I felt sicker. Um, than I did with COVID. However, it was a shorter time frame. And the stomach bug, like, I hate vomiting, but I've never had the stomach pain, or stomach flu last for 11 days. So just the the, um, longevity of this virus for me was really hard to handle mentally. So if you do get COVID or have had that, if you've had it, you probably understand. If you get it, please be prepared for the mental, um, it's a marathon, it is not a sprint here. So just be prepared that that is, something you may deal with. Um, yeah, there was something else I want to say there, but I can't remember because I still have some brain fog. This is fun. okay. So day 11, uh, bad side pain, uh, mild productive cough. Oh, I know what I was going to say that early on I had stomach pain. I never had diarrhea or vomiting with my virus, but I have had nausea and stomach pain, Um, and it happened very early on and then midway throughout, and I didn't document it in my notes, and I don't know why, so there you go. Day 12 was the turnaround for me. I want to go back to day 11 because I didn't say this, but day 11 at night, remember day 11 was my hard day, uh, the depression, the bad leg pain, but I got the severe searing headache again at night on day 11, so I went to bed really concerned that I was going to take a turn for the worse at that point. Um, but day 12, I actually woke up without a headache and I woke up feeling much better. Like it was a, it was the first time I felt like, okay, I might be on the other side of this virus. Um, I still had fatigue. I still had some heavy eyes, but literally when I tell you, I felt much better. Like it was a night and day difference from day 11 to day 12 for me. Um, Day 13, I did have more fatigue than day 12, but I actually got outside and took a 25-minute walk. The walk exacerbated my symptoms, so (laughs) it made the cough worse. It also um, increased my nerve pain, and I started having some joint pain in my knees and hips, which was new. But I did it, and I was thankful that I did it. I came in, and I rested. I just took it easy, but I actually felt like I could take a walk, and I did, and it felt awesome. (laughs) Um, day 14 though, did not take a walk, <laughs> felt more fatigue, still continuing with the dry cough. But other than that, I did, I still felt like I was on the other side of this virus. Um, day 15, the headache came back. I had a splitting headache and this is a whole entire headache, headache, head, <laughs> head ache of your entire head. So, um, if you've had a COVID headache, um, you know, it feels different. I've never had a migraine that I know of, um, but this was entire head. It's not behind an eye or one-sided or in the back or in the front. It's just literally the entire head just hurts. So day 15, that which was yesterday, I had that. I was um, nauseated. Um, I don't know if it was from the pain of the headache or what. But so today is day 16. Um, like I said, I'm back at work seeing one patient today who is fully aware of all my symptoms. I do have an appointment to get retested. Um, today I... Um, Still feel some slight fatigue, but I got up, got dressed, actually put on makeup and clothes and, um, I, uh, have the dry cough, which, um, I think will just kind of linger on. I've not had a fever. Um, actually I'm cutting since day nine and, um, still have some brain fog and today I've not had any joint pain or pain at all. So, (coughs) or nerve pain. Um, I do want to kind of go back and say, you know, we're a year and a half into this. Um, I obviously work in healthcare in my own private practice, but going back to March 2020, when we kind of all kind of hallmark that month is when we started kind of observing COVID in America, even though I think we all know it was here before then. Um, I, at that time, worked um, PRN in, in healthcare, that means as needed, so I worked as needed in a nursing home and also in a home health setting. Um, I've worked PRN for these two companies for a couple of years just for side money and because I enjoy it. Um, So I know that I have treated, um, well I know for a fact I've treated COVID positive patients because it's been in their documentation, but um, I know I treated COVID positive patients before we knew really that there was COVID positive patients. So I've had multiple exposures in those two work settings (laughs) and had to garb up you know the whole shebang face mask goggles shield body suit all of it I've done all of that Um, but I've also had some exposures over the last year and a half in my personal practice of my patients telling me after they've seen me hey I just tested positive for COVID um so I've had multiple exposures I've had multiple COVID tests for work and um in general to protect the people that I work with um But there were times throughout the year and a half that maybe I thought I had COVID. But now looking back, I realize I had not had COVID until this bout with it. This just felt different. Um, There were times that I thought I had something and I tested negative and I still questioned it. Did I have COVID? Did I not? But now looking back, I don't feel like I did. But going back to March 2020, when this definitely became a thing in our world (laughs) and Um, in the news and us just kind of really understanding it was with us, Um, I decided to be very um, deliberate with my health. And in general, I feel like I've always tried to be deliberate with my health, but I definitely made a conscious decision in some areas of my health. And that's what I want to share with y'all today, because I feel like as a healthcare provider, we need to be talking about how to protect our health for this virus and any virus and whether or not we can stay healthy enough to not get it, I don't believe. I think we're all going to be exposed to it and probably experience it in some form of another. Um but I do feel like if you are healthier you have a better chance of handling it well than if you are not healthy. That being said, I do know that there are lots of healthy people who have gotten sick and passed from this disease too or virus too. So um I don't think it's foolproof, but I do think being healthy is one of the best things we can do for ourselves in general. So I made a deliberate change last March to um, focus more on lifting weights. I've always been a runner and a yogi and I've lifted weights my whole life on and off, but never really like been deliberate about it. So last March of 2020, I did start being more deliberate and just kind of keep that as a baseline in my workout routine. Um, I do think it is helpful for so many reasons for all of us to lift a heavier load than we're used to and just kind of focus on some strength in our lives. Um, Regardless of if you want to strength train or not, I think everybody should have some form of exercise or movement. It is good for our heart, it's good for our bowels, our brain, all of it. So I do think exercise should be if you are not exercising now, find something. Try something new, find something you enjoy. Don't do an exercise that it feels like work to you and does not feel fun and enjoyable because that is something you won't stick to. So find something you enjoy if you get burned out with something, try something new. You don't have to stick to one certain exercise. Um, for me, I have not done really had a yoga practice in about a year and a half. I've piddled around with yoga, but I love yoga, but it's been kind of fun too, to do something different and do more functional fitness and weight training for me. So I did up my exercise. I started now, I'm a vegetarian, so I do feel like I have eaten, and I've been a vegetarian for uh, six years, on and off longer than that, but strict for six years. And um, so I do feel like I don't eat bad, um, but I do love sugar. I love chocolate. I love pies, especially pumpkin pie. So this time of year is my favorite, but. Um, I did start limiting how much sugar intake and being more deliberate on upping, um, even more vegetables in my diet and more protein, especially I was really protein focused the last year, especially with the lifting weights and limiting as much sugar. So just being, um, aware of what you're putting in your body, trying to limit any foods or drinks that might increase inflammation. We already know that COVID increases inflammation in our body. So if you can, Try to support your system by limiting packaged foods. Um, dairy is a highly inflammatory substance for a lot of people. Um, sugars, alcohols. Um, so just kind of being more thoughtful about what you're putting in your body and in your children's body as we are navigating through this virus and any other virus that may come our way in the future. Um, sleep. <laughs> so for me, um, sleep is one that I've not until, a, not even in March, it took me, um, maybe, I don't know, maybe December-ish is when I really started focusing on my sleep. So I bought myself a Whoop Band. Um, there are lots of gadgets, if you like to track your sleep, that, you, that can help you. For me, I like I liked the Whoop Band because I just put it on my wrist. And as long as I keep it charged, it monitors how long I've been in the bed, how much sleep I got, how much time was spent in deep sleep or REM sleep or light sleep, um, how many times I woke up during the night, how rested or recovered I was after that night of sleep, based on my heart rate variability. Um, so I I like having those objective numbers. There are others. You don't have to run out and get a Whoop band. There's the Aura ring. Um, the iWatch probably does it. I don't know. I don't have one, but um, there are probably other Fitbit may do it now. I don't know. But <laughs> if you like tracking things, for me it was felt helpful to track my sleep because it was terrible. I was roughly sleeping anywhere five hours, maybe a night, five to six, because I like to stay up late and I, I make myself get up early. So going back to the exercise, I go to the gym at 5.30 in the morning. Um, so in order to do that and be consistent, now I haven't been to the gym since I've gotten sick, but going back, um, I was going at 5.30 in the morning and waking up at 4.45 so I could get it done. It was I made it a priority in my life and it was important. So that being said, I had to, once I realized that I wasn't sleeping a whole lot, I started going to bed earlier and getting better quality of sleep. So for me, tracking sleep was important to help that area of my health improve. Um, So I've already touched on exercise, eating healthy and low inflammation diet, um, sleep, and then stress. We are all stressed out. Life is hard right now. We are all dealing with uh, so many things that we've been dealing with. There's, I mean, it's just been tough. I mean, here in Nashville, and I know I've talked about this before, but we have dealt with, you know, a bombing, uh, tornado, um, the virus, um, flooding. Of course, now everybody is dealing with flooding from Ida. There's been just so many things on everybody's um, Afghanistan. You know, bah, there's been so much. We are all stressed. We are all curing a layer of stress. But as much as you can, Try to modulate that stress and find things in your life that give you joy. Um, Getting out and taking a walk in nature is always one for me. I like to journal. I like having a small group of friends that I can talk to. If you have a counselor or need a counselor, that is a great way to um, talk about your feelings and talk through some things. Um, But find activities that bring you joy. Is it a warm bath? Is it laughing with friends? Is it watching something funny on TikTok. I don't know, but literally we have to find a way as a society to help our stress level because it's, it's heavy right now. It's super heavy. So just wanted to let you know that over the last year for me, for stress, I have been exercising, which I love to do. Um, spending more time with my family by being on social media less. Um, if you follow me at all, you've probably noticed I've been posting less still on social media, but I'm definitely, I've taken a step back just for my own mental health and, um, i some things and followed some different things and just tried to be more intentional about what I'm putting into my brain on a daily basis. Um, so yeah, um, I think as a healthcare provider, it's my duty to share these things with y'all. We all know these things are important, but it's really important for y'all to hear it. I do think setting myself up over the last year and a half and having better sleep, having an improved diet, exercising and being more intentional about that and working on my stress and sleep ha- helped me, I think, <laughs> can't say this 100%, but helped me have a milder form of this virus. I don't know that for sure, y'all, but I do feel like it It can't hurt you to have better health, you know, whether you're up against this virus or anything that comes our way. You know, we're going into cold and flu season in general, So, um, getting vitamin D, getting out in the sun, eating healthy, sleeping, all of these things are going to help you. They're not going to hurt you. And we're not hearing enough of this, um, on the radio, radio, I guess people still listen to the radio, on TV, on social media. I feel like this definitely needs to be promoted. Health needs to be promoted. Um, yeah. So that's my stance on that. I hope everybody stays healthy and, um, I'm very thankful. I had a light case. Thankful. For everybody who's who I've told my situation that how supportive they have been, I'm very thankful my family has all tested negative, Um, although I still have a little bit of fear because they have not had the virus. So I get that for those of y'all who have not had it and you are concerned about you and your family. I certainly feel that. Um, Do I think I might get it again? I do. I know several people who have had it more than once. So for me, I'm going to continue the healthy habits. I'm going to up my exercise as I can tolerate it. I am not going back to the gym yet because I know for me personally that my body is not ready. <laughs> so I'm going to start slowly with some exercises at home and go to the gym when I feel like my body can handle that type of intense workout. So if you have any questions for me, please um, message me. You can DM me on Instagram at The Pelvic Yogi. You can always email me, amy at pelvicyogi.com. That's Amy, A-I-M-E-E. Um, but everybody stay safe and stay healthy. Um, we need to all support each other and be happy. All right. Love you guys. Talk to you soon.